the prophets. Feeling lost? Don't know where to turn. Need a breakthrough? Well, it's here, my friend. Welcome to the prophets. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Hope you guys hear us really well. Um, if you don't, then I can't help it. Um, uh, let me switch over to this, guys. I think. I'm not sure if you guys can hear me. Can you guys hear me? Not sure if you guys can hear me or not. Crystal clear. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, We're going to go ahead and get started tonight, guys. Listen, if you want to give, you can by the Cash App. Uh, If you're on the Podbeam, you can see it on there. If you're listening to this playback on our podcast, you can give at Venmo. If you got a Venmo account, you can give at God Saving Ministries. Look us up on there, Cash App, Money Sign, God Saving Ministries. Now, we got a debt, $7,000 debt cancellation, and God has spoke to me to me, myself. I'm going to start sewing in that to get this, uh, and it all goes to the ministry to get the debt canceled, and God's going to cancel our debt. As we cancel the debt of the ministry, he's going to cancel our debt. Make sense? I'm going to get in on it. I don't know about you, but I'm going to, I'm going to get in on that. I'm going to sow what God tells me to sow so God will bless us, me and my wife. And I assure you, he has truly blessed us. So I'm not worried about it. If you don't want to get in, that's your deal. Anyways, I'm going to go on with this. Uh, if you guys want a, um, don't forget our miracle water, our miracle water guys, if, if you want a miracle water, you got to email us or Texas or something on here. Give us your email address, your phone number. Uh, we always try to get people's email and phone number because we send out emails uh, weekly. We send out Texas weekly now. So we're sending out Texas and weekly and all this good stuff. So um, don't forget riding holy with God. Uh, they'll be out. Um, tomorrow, if it don't snow, we'll be in Dalton, Georgia. Um, we'll be out there practicing with some guys. So, uh, it's got a lot going on guys. We're trying to reach people for God. So, you know, you want to get involved, get involved. You don't, you know, you lose, you snooze, you lose, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, let's carry on to what we are, uh, subject this message tonight is doing God's will, doing God's word, being a doer. And we're going to be in Matthew chapter six tonight. If you turn there, if you're not there, shame on you. If you're not, you don't got a Bible beside you. Shame on you. It's just what I say. Shame on you. Shame on you. All right. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Here we go. 
We're going to be in Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. If you there, sell me. If you're not, oh my. We got to get in God's word, guys. Got to get in God's word. Matthew chapter 6. Okay. I see one person that believes in us. And that's all I need. I don't need a crowd. I need a cloud. Uh, let's see. Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to show you something, guys, right here now. I'm going to show you something. And I'm I'm just going to say this, too. I'm going to say this, and and I'm going to say this out loud. I don't care if it hurts your feelings. I I really don't care. I'm not here to uh, sustain people's feelings. I'm here to lead you and guide you and protect you and, and make sure you get to heaven. That's what I'm here for. So if it hurts your feelings, then sometimes your feelings need to get hurt. There's so many people here on Facebook. There's so many people on social media. I, I share this all the time. There's so many people that listen to me in private, but they won't come to none of your stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it, it's really sad. It's really sad because they'll talk to you on the phone in private but they never come to nothing you do. But it's really sad because, guys, we need to fellowship. We need to fellowship. This is not something Jason planned or, uh, uh, well, Jason's got that going on. We we don't want to, you know. See, See, that's where you're getting it wrong. Because this is not what I have planned. This is what God has planned. And, of course, I'm going to preach anyways. Because whether you get on here and listen or whether this word goes out, it's going to go out and it's not going to return back void. Matter of fact, Samuel, God told Samuel, said, Samuel, your words will not fall to the ground. I'm going to get on here and preach because somewhere in the internet world or somewhere along the line, it's going to reach the very person it needs to reach. And I'm not going to worry about your two-faced self. One way, you act one way, another way, you almost remind me of a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. Make up your mind if you're going to serve God or if you're going to serve Satan. And some people just benefit their self. They do. And I've had so much great patience with them. But you know what? Even God's patience wears out. People kills me. They want, it's just, this nation and this generation is so self-centered, it's unreal. God's not concerned about your gift. He's concerned about your character. People kill me. They prophesy over people. They speak over people. And, and, and you know what? The Bible says your gift makes room for you. 
but it will not get you to your destination. Only character will. Jesus healed the sick, healed the lame, raised the dead, but his character put him on the cross. You don't see people with good character no more. You know what they're worried about? Well, I got a gift of prophecy. I can prophesy with people, and I want to be right with God. No, you don't. You say you do, but you don't. They're self self motive people. They're selfish. Self centered. It's all about them, what it benefits them. It's not what it benefits them. But we know how Jesus acted because when Jesus felt the earth, he come down the earth. What did he do? He washed the disciples' feet. This wasn't in it for him. It didn't benefit him. And see, I get so sick of being around people. It's got to benefit them. Why does it always have to benefit you when it needs to benefit the other? Love does not exalt itself, but it don't think of itself either. It thinks of others first. And I ain't going to lie to you. I lose my patience with them all the time. Exalt yourself. It's all about what, what's in it for me. What's in it for me? Jesus did not do that, guys. God is more concerned about your character than your gift. Oh, I can sing, Jason. I can sing. I can sing the wedding bells in. But you know what? Your character stinks. Your attitude stinks. The way, you, the way you approach people stinks. Everything about you stinks. It's all about you. It's all about, been about you. You, 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 you. And God's saying, listen, when you get rid of you, then I can use you. I look at Jesus' ministry and he come down with humility and humbleness. Even though he had authority over heaven and earth, he come down and said, I've come to serve. We've got so many people that come in ministry now and they tell you what they're going to do. No, you need to ask me, Jason, what do you need done? I'm here to serve. You don't see that in ministry no more. You know why? Because people are so self-centered. And didn't Timothy say, in the last days, men will be lovers of what? Themselves? That's all they care about. What benefits me? What is in it for me? They'll only talk to you when it benefits them. You wonder why my ministry is not so popular. You know why it ain't popular? It is in heaven. My ministry's popular in heaven because I'm going to tell you something. Every morning I get in a truck called an 18-wheeler, and it's 4 o'clock in the morning, and I even this, this morning I was singing to God, and God come down in that, 
that that truck and I just started weeping and tears started falling out my face. That's what kind of ministry I have. I had the favor of God. But just because you got the favor of God don't mean you got the crowds. Is that all you care about is a platform and a crowd? Did you see Jesus running after crowds? That's all I got to say. Did you see Jesus running after platforms? He didn't need no platform. He was the platform. People kill me, you know what I'm saying? They, they will come on when they're a host, but they won't come on just to listen. Mm, I hope that hits you, and I hope it hits you hard. And yeah, they're going to listen to this. They're going to go right back on the podcast, and you're going to hear it, and I hope you do. Because I get so sick of your selfish-centered self-righteous ways. It's all about you. It's nothing what you can do. It's all about what you can get. Who does that sound like? That sounds like Satan, don't it? Now let's get into this. Remember, God is working on your character. He don't care about your gift. See, the Bible says the callings, the gift and callings of God is without repentance. You don't even have to live a repentant life to have gifts. I mean, my wife sings in there, and I, I prophesy, and I got the word of knowledge, but that, that don't mean I have to, 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 to. Now, watch this. That don't mean I have to be right with God to use those gifts. But I do have to be right with God when God starts dealing with my character. We look at Samson. Samson had a gift of strength. But his character made him fall. What was his character flaw, guys? Delilah. Delilah cut his hair. God is always testing our character because our character is going to meet our destination. You will never make it where God wants you to in life if you don't learn how to walk in character. See, I asked God this morning, I said, God, help me be who you want me to be. Help me go where you want me to go. God, I don't want to get stuck in the gifts and prophesying over people and watching things come to pass. No, I'm not in, I'm not in it for all that. I'm in it for the character. I'm in, it, I'm in it for the relationship. Now, let's see what Matthew chapter 6 says. And I'm going to tell you some character flaws in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus, these are the words of Jesus because they're in red, guys. They're in red. Take heed that you be not your aims before man. You know how some people give? They just want everybody to see what they give. Have you ever, you ever seen that? Oh, they want everybody to know what they gave. 
But this is what Jesus said. Take heed that you do not your aims before man to be seen of them. Your alms, otherwise you're giving your money. Otherwise you have no reward of your Father which is art in heaven. Therefore, when you doest thy aims, do not sound a trumpet before before thee as hypocrites do in the synagogues in the streets. Some people just blow what they give and what they do. This is what I done yesterday, praise God, you are sick. I assure you there's other ways that people bloat about what they do too. Watch this. Do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues in the street. For they know the glory of man, that they may have the glory of man. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when you do the aims, don't let your left hand know what your right hand doeth. That thou aims may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall with what? Reward you openly. Otherwise, God don't want you going around telling everybody what you're doing and what you're giving and what all this stuff. You don't you don't do that. Quit boasting about what you're doing for God and keep it a secret because you're, you're, you're missing your reward when you do that. And you know why he's saying this anyways? I'm going to tell you why Jesus said what he said right here. Because proud people go around boasting about what they've done. They do. God don't want you to walk in pride. And that's a boastful, prideful person. Listen to what he says in verse 5. And when you prayest, watch this. When you prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues in the corners of the street, and they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou prayest, listen to what he says, enter into the closet, and when you have shut the door, pray in secret. And your father which seeth in secret shall warn you hopefully. Now, a while ago, I shared with you guys, I shared with you guys what I do with God in the morning. And the only reason I shared it with you guys is because you need to find you a secret place where nobody knows what you're doing with God. Because, frankly, people look at your ministry like it's nothing but I'm trying to show you that God's favor is on this ministry. You don't believe it? You know why? You don't believe it because you don't see what's in secret. My God. You don't see what I do in secret. And you and you know what? I don't really care if you know what I do in secret. 
You don't, you don't see what happens in secret when I'm by myself with God. And see, Jesus didn't spread that to everybody. He didn't spread what he done and what God said to him in secret because sometimes you don't realize the power that's on the ministry because it's, 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 it's not for you to know. And I will say this, guys. I will say this. God comes on me stronger by myself than in here. Why is that? Because God don't want everybody to know it's not Jesus. We knew the power that lied upon Jesus. We knew it. But they thought he was a nobody. They did. Oh, he's this. He may be John the Baptist. Who knows? I don't know. They thought he was a nobody. But the father had a secret relationship with Jesus. I think it's phenomenal. I do. I think it's phenomenal. And man, look at man like, there's no way he's got the power of God on him. You'll be fooled. You will be fooled. I'm just trying to show you something here, guys. I'm not trying to boast in my relationship with God better than yours. That's not what I'm doing. And verse 7 says, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. So what is he saying? Don't go in there. What, let me tell you what God explained to me this morning. And I, I, I'm going to kind of elaborate what he's trying to tell you here. See, God don't want you to come to him in a form. It's just like God spoke to me this morning. He said, son, I want you to turn on that music, but I don't want you to listen to it. I said, God, what, what, are, you, what are you trying to tell me? He said, I don't want you to listen to that music. I want you to sing to me. I want you to make melody in your heart. I want you to make your own words to me. I want you to just sing to me. I said, okay, God, I got you, I got you. So I started singing to him, and all of a sudden the presence of God fell down, and I started crying, and tears started falling out of my face. But why did the Spirit move when I started singing to him? And see, God don't want you to listen to music. God don't want you to listen to somebody else sing. He wants to listen to you sing to him. My God, somebody needs to hear that. God wants you to sing to him. He wants you to make a melody. And I'm, I'm going to show you right here, right now, how to pray. You want to know how to pray? You want to know how to pray? You just don't go in your closet and start having these vain repetition. Oh, Lord, you know, I said the same thing yesterday. God, because you're in routine, what if you come in every day? What if I come in every day and kiss my wife a certain way? And what if I did a certain thing every day? And my wife knows that I'm in a routine. And I'm doing it because I have to and not because I just wanted to from my heart. And see, that's where God is right now. He don't want you to sing to him. He wants you to make melody in his heart. He wants you to sing from your heart. He wants you to feel the music, what you sing to him. Otherwise, what I'm trying to tell you in a nutshell, guys, quit putting repetition on things just because you've been taught that. 
Just because you've been taught something don't mean it's it's kind of like spontaneous stuff. You know, you know when it comes from the heart. You know, when, when, when sometimes I used to just go pick my wife out of something just because I wanted to. Not because I had to, not because it's occasion, not because it's Valentine's, not because any of that. I just wanted to go by and get her some. See, that's out of routine. And that's the same way God feels. He just wants you to make melody from your heart, but he don't want you to sing with the people on the show or, or, or sing. You know how we get a song sometimes? And sometimes we sing a song that is on our heart. I'm not saying it is, but it's spontaneous. Everything is not led and timed out and, hey, at 7 o'clock, I'm going to be singing it. You know, God don't like that. But listen to what he says. But when you pray, be not vain repetition, for the heathens think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. And God don't like that either. He don't like you to roll out of prayer. Well, praise God. You can tell when it's you can tell when somebody is doing something out of repetition. You can. They pray the same prayer every morning. I'm guilty. I'll be the first one to raise my hand. They'll say the same prayer. They've said the same prayer over years and years. And God's like, guys, come on now. The heathens do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not therefore like unto them, for your father know the things that you have need of before you even ask him. But after this manner, notice it said after a manner. You know what a manner means? Anybody know what a manner means? Does anybody know what a manner means? It means in the Greek, it means in this way. That's what it says. So let's read it in the Greek. It says after this way. That's really what it's saying. Is saying after this way. That's what it means in the Greek. After this way, therefore pray ye. So he's given an outline right here. I'm fixing to teach you guys how to pray. And this is what God is teaching me right now. Wait, he's been teaching me this for a week or so. We think a prayer life is something we get in the closet and just pray. I got to I gotta pray over certain people this way. No, 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 no. Before you even start your prayer, you got to get in his presence. Did not the Bible says enter his courtyards with thanksgiving and praise? Sometimes you don't even know what to pray for. You don't even know what to pray. And Romans tells that, it says, when you do not know what to pray for as you ought, for the Spirit makes intercessions with groanings that cannot be uttered. We don't know what to pray for. We don't. But God knows what to pray for. He knows what's in need of people. Sometimes we don't. 
It says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed thy be thy name. You know what he's telling you right there? You know what he's telling you? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know what he's telling you? He's telling you to praise him. He's telling you to make melody in your heart and start singing to the Father. Just sing to him. Like this morning, all I was saying was, God, I, I find melody on YouTube, and, and I find this, uh, um, it's, it's some kind of worship prayer music. That's what I type in, prayer worship music. If you need help, just email me. I'll get you guys help to, to, to listen to this stuff because you can sing along with this stuff. It's a melody, but you can sing along with it and make your own melody. So I turn this prayer worship music on, and I find it on YouTube, and I just listen to it, and all of a sudden I start singing to God. I start making stuff up in my heart that's in my heart like, Lord, you are holy. You are holy. And then I just sing, God, you've been so good to me. God's grace is sufficient for me. God, you're so merciful. You are so loving kindness, Lord. And I just start making this stuff up, and it comes in my heart. And I just get in his presence, and I, I, I get where he's at. And then that's when the tears start falling. And when tears start falling, you know his presence has just stepped in. And I'm trying to teach you to get into his presence. And that's how you do it when you make melody in your heart. You can't sing what somebody else is singing because if it's not in your heart, it's no good. You sing from your heart. You don't sing because somebody in the choir said, oh, we got a, pre we got a song request. No, you're singing to God. You're singing to him, and when you sing to him and when you worship him, you're going to find him. What, what does he do? He lives in your praise. Our Father which is on in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So he's telling you to praise God first. You don't, you don't approach God with your problems. You praise God with your problems. You enter his courtyards with thanksgiving and praise. When you praise him, it gets his attention. He's up there in heaven minding his own business. When he hears praise from your mouth, he turns around and says, whoa, wait a minute. Somebody's praising me this morning. Somebody down there is just praising me, and it gets his attention real quick. Why? Because he lives, he inhabits the praises of his people. You know what inhabitation means? He lives there. You'll see a bird every morning. Early in the morning, you'll see a bird. Tweet, 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 this tweet and tweet and tweet. You know why that bird's doing that? Because he's praising God. He ain't looking for his food first. He's looking for the praise. Jason, that's easy for you to say because I just sometimes I don't feel like praising him. That's when you break it through and you praise him anyways. See, David wrote the book of Psalms. David wasn't nothing but a praiser. That's what kept him through the storms, guys. His praise. Let's carry on. 
in verse 10, it says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So you're asking God, Lord, what is our what is your will? Otherwise, you're telling God, God, whatever you have for me today, I want it. Whatever you got for me. And it said, give us this day our daily bread. Guys, what's a daily bread? I, I just want to ask you that. What, what, what is, what, what, when he said in verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. What did Jesus say in Matthew 4? Satan comes and tempts him with bread. We see we we got to get into this spiritual realm. We can't think of this earthly stuff. We must get tapped into the spirit. And Jesus said these words: "Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God." So otherwise, he said, "Ask me for a word, Lord. I need." You to speak to me today. God, I need you to say a word to me today. I need revelation today. I need something to feed my soul today, God. And the only thing that's going to do that is you. There's your bread. You want to know where your true bread is? It's whatever proceedeth out of the mouth of God. You need a word from God. God, I need you to speak to me today. I need you to enlighten me on stuff today. I need you to enlighten me. Lord, I need a word from you today because my soul has to be fed today. Sometimes he'll speak to you through this Bible. Sometimes he'll speak to you through people. However the word comes, just receive it. And by the way, you need that daily not just on Wednesdays and Sundays, guys. And that's what's wrong with a lot of you because you ain't getting the bread from heaven. You ain't getting the true bread from heaven. And what's the true bread from heaven? Jesus said it in Matthew 4. Whatever proceedeth out of the mouth of the Father, that's what you live by. So otherwise, when God speaks to us, it's soul and it's food for our soul. And it's, it's a daily bread for us. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about no daily bread. <laughs> he's talking about a word from God. It's what he said. And Lord, forgive us of our debts as, watch this, as we forgive our debtors. So we can't ask God to forgive us when we're not ready to forgive others. And how do you know you, how do you know you've not got, for unforgiveness are because if you ain't got joy in your life, but you got bitterness in your life. And you know what? You know why you ain't got no joy? Because you got bitter. You bitter against something, and you need to ask God, Lord, is there anybody in my heart that I have not forgiven? Let me walk in this because I can't ask you to forgive me of my sins and my shortcomings when I got bitterness and holding all kind of crap against somebody else. This is things we need to, this is a manner, this is how we need to live in our prayer lives, guys. This is how we need to approach God. Approach God with a praise and then ask God, Lord, whatever your will is in my life today, do it. And then say, Lord, I need a word. 
And then asked him, Lord, forgive us of our debts, our shortcomings. Help our flaws, God, because I'm, I'm flawless. I mean, I'm not flawless. I'm flawful. I got a lot of flaws. That's what he says. Forgive us of our debits as we forgive our debtors. God's not going to forgive you until you forgive others. Mm-mm-mm-mm. See, your forgiveness is tied to the people that you got the bitterness to. See, God ain't going to release forgiveness in your life until you learn to forgive others. You got to forgive them. Watch this. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. There's three, there's three steps here. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Remember he said it wasn't by might nor by power. And what is the kingdom? What is the kingdom, guys? You ever, you ever figure that out? What What is the kingdom? Everybody said, well, what is the kingdom? The Bible said the kingdom is joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom. All you've got to have in this life is joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Those are the two things that Satan tries to rob you the most, your peace and your joy. Oh, yes, he does. He tries to ruin your day by somebody just making you mad, don't he? And then he tries to steal your peace because you you get around people that just want to argue all the time. See, God has called us to peace. And that's why a lot of you got problems and you got high blood pressure and tension problems because you just want to stay upset all the time. And, and you know what? And, and that's why they say a smoking pot or, or smoking reefer uh, relaxes your, your inner being, your body, because God never attended this body to walk in such tension. Because when you got the peace of God that passes all understanding and quit worrying about every little thing, wow, we, we got this gas prize always going up, glory to God. We can't do this and we can't do that. Listen, worry t- brings tension to the body too and God didn't never attend us to worry and be out of peace that's why we got health problems God attended you to trust in him listen God I don't know how you're going to do it but you're going to do it I assure you when my kids was little five six years old they wouldn't worry about nothing they knew daddy was going to work. They knew their house was going to get paid. That's where you got to live. I'm not telling you to be stupid and go spend all your money. And I, that's not what I'm saying. But when you got a peace about something, just follow the peace and leave it alone. Because you got to understand something. He said, let your requests be known unto God and the peace of God that passes all understanding. He don't need you to figure it out. He's done worked it out. If it passes understanding, then, 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 then God don't want you to understand it. He just wants you to seek the peace. Sometimes God has told me to do stuff. I don't understand it. I, I can't figure it out. 
He told me to get that Harley out there. And I said, Lord, I can't figure it out. He said, I didn't tell you to figure it out. I just told you to get the thing and walk out the door with it. And see, you know all us. We got the calculators out. Oh, God, hold up. Let me see if I can afford this. Oh, God, God, God don't want you to do that. I said, God don't want you to do that. If he wanted you to figure it out, then he would have he gave it to you to figure it out. See, that's our whole problem. In the garden, uh, uh, Adam and Eve tried to figure it out. <laughs> see, see, they tried to figure it out. And God said, I don't want you to figure it out. I just told you not to touch the tree. And there we go trying to figure junk out. We all do this. When God's telling you, look, I told you to buy the house. I didn't tell you to try to figure it out. Because why are you trying to figure something out when I done work something out? And see, that's what Eve did in the garden. Well, God, you know, God told us not to touch that tree, but hold on. Hold on, Satan. If, if there's something we can figure out about this tree, then yeah, yeah, we can work it out. And see, that got him in trouble. God just simply said, don't touch the tree. He didn't get in details. Satan comes with details. Oh, look at there. God told you get that Harley. Really? Really? Do you have the money? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute here, Jason. Wait a minute. You better back up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going to activate a $7,000 discovery card? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You think you got the funds to do that? Wait a minute, Jason. You know what I did? I didn't listen to that voice. I could have I could have went in there and said, no, I better not do this. I better not do that. No, 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 no. When you feel a peace, you don't know why you feel a peace about something. I've did this many, 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 many times. When you feel that peace, fellas and girls and girls, when you feel the peace of God come over you about something and you're still trying to figure it out, God's telling you to go and do it, and he will figure it out. That's faith, friends. That's faith. And I can show you in Scripture where it says the peace of God that passes understanding. See, peace passes understanding. Why does peace pass understanding? Because God don't want you to have the understanding. If he wanted you to have the understanding, he would have gave it to you. There's so many times God's told me to do stuff and don't 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 trying to marvel it out. God's just telling you do it. That's how I've got blessed with all the stuff I've got blessed with because I find peace and I don't try to figure it out. My wife told me the other day, I don't think we're gonna go to Florida, I don't think we're gonna go to vacation. Why? Gas too high, we didn't listen. God told me to go on vacation. I feel a peace about it. I don't care about the gas. I don't care if they get up to 150 gallons, of, uh, uh, 150 gallons per gallon. I don't care. Why do I? Why do I don't care? I'm not being stupid with my money. I just know God told me to go on vacation. I'm going on vacation. I feel a peace about going on vacation. I found a peace when I feel uneasy about something. I won't do it. That's because God's telling me, no, not this year. No, not that, you know. But guys, come on. You, 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 you're trying to figure all this out, and God says, I done worked it out. 
God don't need you to figure nothing out. He just needs you to listen to him because he's already worked it out. You see what I'm saying? Let's go on here, and then we'll, we'll stop right here, guys. <clears throat> so, we're going to carry on with this, but I'm I'm just going to go ahead and stop right here, guys, because we need to realize what God is trying to tell us right here. This is all a character flaw. We 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 got so much character flaw. God needs to work out, and uh, wow. I think we're finished, guys. That's that's the end. The Holy Ghost has told me to just stop right there. So we're, we're going to stop right there. He's told me to stop right there. So uh, we're going to continue this, doing the will of God, not just hearing this, but applying it to your life. Guys, quit, quit, quit trying to figure this Bible out too. It's very simple when we study to show ourselves approved. And you see how when we read and the Holy Spirit just started revealing stuff to us and, and teaching us things, and as we read God's Word, and, and not just read God's Word, but we're trying to apply it to our life. And that's what you got to do. you got to apply it to your life because you're never going to bear the fruit that he's talking about when Jesus said, you are the vine, I am the vine, and you're the branches. You're never going to bear this fruit Jesus talking about when you don't take that word and apply it to your life. Guys, if you don't apply it to your life, it's no good. You're not going to get results. My wife's a tither now. God's blessed the socks off of her. You know, so is me. But we took the word for what it says and started applying it to our lives. And that goes with everything else, too. You want to know why a lot of you suffer spiritually and, and you, you just can't get with God and, and get on this high with God because you don't do none of this. I just said you don't you don't worship God in the mornings. You don't pray to God. You don't try to fellowship with God. And th- these are must. So, guys, that's all I have for tonight. Listen, y'all have a good weekend. Listen, we're going to get snow up here in Blue Ridge. I don't know tomorrow. They're calling for it. I don't know. May happen, may not. Who knows? But anyways, y'all be safe out there. Have a great weekend. And uh, it's me and my wife's anniversary, so we will not probably be on here next Friday night. Wednesday night, we will. Uh, we probably won't. Uh, we're going to call the next uh, profits off next Friday, so we're, we're going to be up in uh, Pigeon Ford. Uh, well, we're leaving that early that morning, so... Um, Anyways, guys, I hope you guys have a great weekend. God bless y'all. God bless you.